Welcome B2B sales and marketing professionals to Making Sales Social Live, coming to you from the Social Link, Social Sales Link Virtual Studios. I'm Bob Woods, the LinkedIn Sherpa, and I'm joined by fellow social selling trainer, consultant, and overall professional who is also known as the LinkedIn Whisperer, Bryn Tillman. How you doing, Bryn? I am good, Bob. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks. Appreciate it. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So, let's get right into things. As okay. a sales yeah, let's do this. As a salesperson, your LinkedIn profile takes on a new dimension in your sales prospecting. You really should convert it from the same old boring resume style of uh, profile that everyone else has to a true resource where you can attract, teach, and engage your audience of prospects because you are different from most other people on LinkedIn who are using it for careers and things like that. And that's fine. They should use it like that. You are different. When it comes to the LinkedIn profile, first impressions really count. That's why we need to implement the attract part of attract, teach, and engage at the very top of the profile. That's the section that we call above the fold. So, Brent, let's talk real quick about the importance of above the fold, and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty of things. Yeah, I love that. And and this is a, a subject that uh, is so foundational because... If you're out social selling and you haven't taken a really good look at the top of the fold and people get to your profile, they'll pop off if there's not something of interest to them, right? If it doesn't resonate with them or create curiosity. So I think, you know, this top of the fold reminds me a little bit of the old fashioned newspaper. You know, now we read the New York Times on our phone, but um <laughs> You know, we used to go to a 7-Eleven and, uh, you know, across the, the, you know, the shelves were all the newspapers and it was the top of the fold that would get your attention and get you to want to read the newspaper. Well, this isn't that different, right? Yeah. So and actually, yeah. And actually, if you think about it and I just kind of realized this my myself, but newspapers and things like and and entities like that still use that on phones and online and and in their websites they grab you with their very top thing so that you'll scroll down and see more it actually is the same thing it's just not a physical fold anymore because it's not actually in a newspaper you know it's not actually in a print thing but it still is yeah. top of the fold and they still want you to read down and click through to all their other stuff and read the ads, you gotta get everything else. Uh, we are the same thing, except we're using it to start sales conversations ultimately. Digitally, yeah, I love that. So yes, we don't expect that you're gonna unfold the computer, but yeah. <laughs> it, is, yeah, it, is, it is top of the fold with the, the newspaper in mind. So Bob, do you wanna start with the first element? Yeah, so the first element is what's at the tippy, 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 tippy top of your LinkedIn profile, and that is the banner. And the banner is some of the most underutilized real estate that I have seen throughout any, most any LinkedIn profile that I've seen. And it could be used for 
so many different things. But again, you have to deliver the value. You have to make sure that it's engaging to the eye. And, you know, combined with the other elements that we're going to be talking about, it all constitutes top of the fold. And people should look at that and want to go and go, hmm, I wonder what else this person has to offer and then scroll down. Yeah, I love that. This really is like your, um, your, uh, when you, the billboard, that's the word. Billboard. billboard yes. Um, and you know, I, it does, it doesn't have to be static. So I agree, Bob, a hundred percent that we should, uh, have that brand, you know, brand consistency, professional, but we have an opportunity here to really, promote events that are coming up. And we mostly recommend if they're free events, right? You have mm -hmm. opportunities. You know, so if you have an event that you want people to register for, and by the way, um, especially if you're using Canva, it's super simple to add a QR code. So in today's world, which I am, this is one of the wonderful things that came out of the horrible COVID uh, issue. You mm -hmm. are kind of like they were almost dead. You know, they were barely hanging on. And now everyone is using QR codes. And I really believe they're here to stay. And what's nice now, I know if you're on your phone, you can't scan your phone. But if you're on your computer and you see a QR code, it's so easy to pick up your phone and scan it. Now, don't just have a QR code without any explanation, right? It could be. Um, download an ebook. It could be register for a free event. Uh, I mean, there's a, a lot of calls to action that you can actually put in here. So leverage that image in addition to all the other things, right? I, and in fact, I'm saying this and um, next week I'm updating uh, my banner because we will have a free event that we will be talking about uh, and that we'll be inviting people to. And so we'll let you know how it goes. One last thing. If you want to do your QR code in bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y or bit.ly dot com, either one I think works, you can track how many people have scanned it. It's kind of cool. So if you have one just for your banner, uh, you can do that. And I'm, can I give one more tip around that? Um, and then I'll, I'll throw sure. it back your way. Sure. If you are a sales navigator advanced user, you can actually scan into a smart link. So you can add your content, uh, at, you know, your ebook, whatever that download is, and you can see almost in real time who's looking at that, who's downloading it. So really use your banner as a prospecting tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And because you stole mine with the sales navigator one, which is, yeah, that's okay. It's, it's quite all right. We're cool. We are good. So we are just actually just going to go on to the next element, which a lot of people sleep on this one too. And you really shouldn't, and you shouldn't show yourself sleeping either, obviously. And that's the profile photo. So profile I'm gonna photos, let you start. Yeah. Profile and photos are very important. I forget what the latest statistic is, but it's it's huge. It comes from LinkedIn. It has as uh, 15, 20 times more likely or something like that, that if your headline and your name shows up on LinkedIn somewhere and you have a profile photo, you're 15 to 20 times. It's something, an astronomical number like that, more likely to have people click in and through to your profile than not having a photo there. 
So the most current is 14 times more light. 14 times. Okay. So I was a little high, but still, that is, no, at, I think that's you not used 14, to be higher. That's 14 times. Yeah. 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 That's 1400, um, probably 1400% is my math right there. I don't know. And, and we promised, and, 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 and we always promise no math on these things. So we'll just go ahead and, uh, and continue with that. But the profile photo is important, not only just to obviously have a presence there, but um, also to make sure that your settings are as such to where anyone can see them, because there are a couple of quirks with that to where like only your first degrees can see it or only people on LinkedIn can see it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you should make sure that as many people as possible are seeing it. And then the other big thing is that it should be professional, but you don't necessarily need to wear a coat and tie unless you go out and are seen by customers in a coat and tie. What you should do is appear just as the way that you would appear during a Zoom call to most people or on a customer visit or whatever. So if that's a, a jacket, but no tie, but a nice shirt and everything, that's how you should appear. And that's for guys with gals that can be all the guys are kind of limited. Gals can 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 go a lot more, with more than that in terms of fashion and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so so I love that. I mean, that, I, I'm just going to emphasize because I think you pretty much said all the important stuff. Um, I'm just going to emphasize the litmus test is if you were going out to a meeting, what are you wearing? And that is exactly uh, what I would recommend what Bob just said. That's how to determine. Uh, you just want that consistency. Um, and I also just want to share, because um, a lot of people will ask this question, uh, where do you uh, identify where your profile settings are? When you are on your profile, there is an area that says public profile and URL to the top right. When you click on that pencil and you scroll down, you're going to see edit visibility. If and people are shocked. There are people that sometimes only first degree connections are seeing it, but they don't know yep. that because they see it. So yep. highly recommend. That's what Bob said. That's actually tactically where to go to update. That. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a good tactic to, to have and to know in, in your back pocket there. So then, you know, and obviously if you have a five or 10 year old photo up there and you look totally different nowadays than what you used to update your profile photo. That's the other big thing, because if you go into a meeting and nobody's seen you before and their only exposure to you is in your LinkedIn profile and you look totally different, you'll lose so much credibility. It's funny because um, our buddy, and I was tagged publicly, but our buddy Joe Affelbaum tagged me in something with an image that's over 10 years old. And I'm like, nobody's wow. even going to know who that is. So I'm sure wow. he Googled, right? I'm like, can you just take it off my LinkedIn profile? But it matters. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yes, I have short does. red hair and big black glasses. I don't even look like me. Oh, I remember that look. It was a really good look. It just doesn't look like you nowadays, though. That's that's, that's what that's I looked like when we met. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, those were the days. Anyhow, <laughs> um, the last part that we're going to get into, and this is so, so important, is your headline. So headline for salespeople, the last thing you should have up there is account executive at...
Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Me widget company because it doesn't describe anything that you do. And sometimes you'll have people see that, think, oh my God, this is a salesperson and never want to deal with you again. So instead of the typical position and company headline, you really want to hit on how you help people, who you help, the the results that you bring and the services that you provide. You need to turn it around so that the headline is actually speaking to them and it's not about you specifically. Yeah, and I love that. I mean, the goal of that headline, we're going to go back to that top of the fold, right? When you look at that, which we're talking about today, but when you look at that newspaper, the image, the banner and headshot, capture your, typically that's the first thing that's going to draw you in. And then the second thing is the headline. And the headline is what gets you to want to read. So if your headline is just account rep at ABC company, nobody cares. Right. But to your point, Bob, if it's, you know, helping um, sales leaders uh, let for, you know, might be helping sales leaders get more productivity out of their sales reps with less time and resources, right? And I go, through what? you know, through automated email software. I don't know. I totally made all of that up. <laughs> but right. But but that's so much more interesting to a sales leader who wants more productivity through email, if that's who you're selling to, than ABC rep, right? So, um, oh, Jack Hubbard just, uh, let's see. Hi, Jack, our friend. Too often bankers put AVP in their headline, assistant vice president. That is a non-starter for sure. An action word should start every headline. Yes. Amen. Yes, 100, 1,000, 1 million percent. And I know I promise no math, but um, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Should be an action word starting out because... Um, because again, you are speaking to the people who are visiting your profile. You're not really talking about yourself in your headline. You're talking about who you can help, how you can help them, services you provide, you know, and all that stuff. None of that's going to come across if you have assistant vice president at XYZ Bank. What does that mean to anyone? It doesn't mean nothing, especially when you're trying to start sales conversations. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So, do we have anything else in our top of the fold? Or? Yeah, so we've got the big three eliminated. There are some other, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call them minor, but maybe not quite as important, but they help more with look and with contacting more than anything else. So your current company that you're working for, you should, in your experience section, attach your current, uh, your current job and your current experience to the company page that your company has out there. Hopefully that they they have a company page there too. So then you can then show it up top so that it just looks legitimate. It just gives it an air of legitimacy. If you have the name of the company up there and their company page is set up in such a way to where their logo is up there too. It just, it just makes you look real as opposed to not having a company up there at all or which I think is even worse yet, having a company up there, but having that big gray blob icon that they have. Yeah, right. No icon. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, no it's icon. interesting. 
and and I, I'm not sure where I fall on this yet, but the trend now is to hide your company logo because you can do that now. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I love what you just said that it kind of gives you this credibility. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would. Yeah, no, I don't have to think about that. I'm I'm sure I want that out there. I mean, that's just me, and I would advise anyone out there to to do it too. I I would actually want to hear the logic behind it before I come down with like a, an ultimate. I'll judging give you my one. logic. Okay, I'll give you my logic behind it. I'm the CEO of Social Sales Link and the Modern Banker, and I can only add one. So I thought it was safer to add none and we'll see what happens and that my brand is uh, i'm testing it okay um right like um, is it confusing if someone i i you know the answer is this is what we do we test we test we test right until so we come up and this is new that you can do this and and my education isn't up there anymore either you know so that's interesting what is the phrase you used to say oh Link the LinkedIn giveth and taketh away, LinkedIn right? Like away. Yep. We, they they have they're taking away things that make me very sad. Um, they're yep. adding features like this that I don't know why, but we'll give it a shot. Yeah. So I mean, uh, so so I may amend things a little bit and say, okay. If if you truly have more than one position, then you may want to consider doing that. But I think that most salespeople are only with one company, so they should probably have it up there. If you are in a specific situation, you know, like what Bryn mentioned, then yeah, you may want to you may want to go a different route there. And I don't know that I'll land there. That's just what I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So then, speaking right? of like, yeah. 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 So Brennan mentioned that her education is now no longer on there. Um, you can list education up there. Um, again, I think it adds credibility. Plus, it does seem like that most everybody does have education up there. So, you know, maybe that's more of a situation where, you know, if if you have that available to you and you should probably have it up there because it might look weird because so many other people have it up there and you don't. But again, there, there, there may be a specific situation there too. Uh, so Tom G. Go ahead. So, so this directly relates. So, so Tom says, or even if you have multiple ventures, it should always be clear where the passion is or what your plan a is, which is, which is definitely true. And for most people who we do advise who have who have more than one, we, we tell people that you should probably go with the one that is most, um, that is your plan. A Bryn is kind of unique in that. I have two plan A's. Two plan A's exactly. <laughs> so it's going to depend. Um, yeah. And, and, and there, there is a, I mean, it's, there's the very similar common denominator, the only, you know, social sales link, uh, LinkedIn and sales training, for all B2B except banks. And then our all of our banking businesses through the modern banker because they have unique needs and uh, it just makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but every piece of content I share could be, could be used in both places. So there is a consistent story. Right. Anyway. Yep. Um, if we can just quickly mention what happens when you turn on creator mode to the top of the fold. Yeah. 
and then we could probably round yep. it out. Do you want to do that or shall why I? Why don't you go? Why don't you go ahead and take that? Because because I have a feeling I I know that you know where you're going for it. So go for it. All right. Where's Bryn's brain yeah. right now? Let's okay. So so top of the fold, the, underneath your headline, you will see there's an uh, an area there that if you are contributing to collaborative articles on a consistent basis. And we've already done a show on that. So if you're curious, just go back, uh, go to socialsaleslink.com slash podcasts uh, and look for our collaborative article show. Um, but you get, I have a ton of top voice badges now, which is great, but you can list one. So I list social selling, but I have other ones I can list as well. That gives you some credibility. The other thing is when you turn on creator mode and right that there's options to add, what do we talk about? And there are some hashtags in there that we believe help in search, but we're not a hundred percent sure. So I'll just let that be because uh, they're, they're actually talking about taking away hashtags. So that's yeah. another story for another day, but they may keep them in talks about, we'll see. The other thing um, you'll see is, and you may not see it, but if you have creator mode on, you could put a call to action where you have a link that you can add in your profile that goes to, I think ours, mine goes to a free library. It could also go to eBooks. It could go to a smart link. Actually, I might change it to a smart link today because I think that makes sense. I could send lots of things. And then you're going to see, uh, there's a new I am section that will say, I'm looking for a job, I'm hiring, I'm providing services. And you can choose one of those. You'll also see add a profile section and more. And I think that pretty much covers what you see at the top of the fold. Did I miss anything? I think that's it. I, I think we are set. So, so just to kind of sum up top of fold, very important, generate interest so that people will be a, interested in in what you do, and B, at the same time, also kind of know whether or not if you can help them directly, because obviously you're going to have people who visit your profile who may not necessarily be in need of, of your services. It almost acts like as a little bit of a qualification there a little bit as, as well. So, But the people who are definitely there, they will know who you are and how you help them and the services that you provide. And they'll want to scroll down more to learn more about you. So hopefully you will earn that first sales conversation. So perfect. I think this is a great time to bring this in for a land. Yeah, I, I think so too. So thank you again for joining us on making sales social live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or X formerly known as Twitter right now, we do this every week. So please keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast, therefore it's recorded and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. Uh, if you'd like more information on our podcast, socialsaleslink.com. Pod is socialsaleslink.com slash podcast is where you get yep. all of the deets about that. We do two shows weekly, this one and our making sales social interview series, where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, and many, many, many more areas. So when you are out and about, be sure to make your sales social. Bye guys. Thank you everybody. 
Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.